Welcome to this episode of Reddit Guy. The subreddit we will listen to today is called r slash let's not meet. Our first post of this episode comes from Lucia Grace and it's titled My Life 360 App Saved Me From An Intruder. Dot. For some background, there's an app called Life 360, where you can add your friends and family on, and essentially you can all see each other's current and past locations, you can set alerts to be notified when someone comes home or leaves, arrives at work, etc. It's really good, and I recommend it to everyone. You can never be too safe nowadays. Two months ago, I was at home, waiting for my boyfriend to get home, I got an alert at around 1800 letting me know that he has left work. It usually took him around 45 minutes to get home. I got up from the sofa, and headed upstairs to run myself a bath. My bath was ready in about 10 minutes, and as I was doing other bits as I was waiting for it to cool, when I heard a thud downstairs, and through the closed bathroom door assumed that was the front door, I shouted something along the lines of, I'm taking a bath. I heard him walking along our very creaky floorboards and assumed he was in the kitchen grabbing some dinner. It was about five minutes later, when I picked up my phone to put on some music, and realized I never got an alert on my phone from Life360 saying my boyfriend arrived home, so I went into the app to make sure I didn't mess about the settings by accident, and I kid you not, my blood ran cold when I saw that my boyfriend had stopped at a petrol station, and was still about half an hour away. I could still hear the floorboards creak downstairs, very lightly, as if someone was trying to tiptoe but was unable to. I had no idea what to do, I called my boyfriend, he didn't answer, and when I didn't hear his phone ring from downstairs, I freaked out even more, I have horrible anxiety and could feel an attack coming on. I left the bathroom and walked into the bedroom, as quietly as possible, I shoved my desk chair under the knob, as it didn't have a lock. I don't know why, but I didn't think to call the police then, I was so focused on getting out that all my other thoughts and senses just disappeared. I say this lightly now, but this was not the case in the moment, I proceeded to basically mission impossible it out of the bedroom, we had a shed under the window, large enough for me to safely get on top of it and then jump off from it and into the garden. The only issue was, that I had to make my way down the garden alley, where I would have to walk past the large window and door, where he would be able to see me very clearly. I was so, so scared, I kept taking peeks into the window, and couldn't see anyone, I felt more confident to run past, and took one last peek, and he was there, looking right at me, not even a foot away from the window, I can't even begin to explain the sheer fear and horror I felt, looking him right in the eyes, he had such a cold expression, totally emotionless. I ran, didn't look back, I was so fucking terrified, I remember nearly tripping in my slippers and having to shake him off so I could run faster. There is a long road between us and our neighbours, where I was running to. I did make it, their lights were on and I started pounding on their window. I was let in, and they called the police for me, as I was inconsolable at that point, I kept telling them to please call my boyfriend as he was driving home, too. When the police arrived, they found no one there, we didn't have cameras, and neither did my neighbours, so we had no way of telling when or how he entered and left. I later found out he came through the window, the noise I heard, which I assumed was the door, was actually the window that fell downward and shut loudly, after I assumed the man came in. There were also some scratches on the top of the chair that I put under the doorknob, signalling he had tried to push it open but was unable to. There wasn't much of a case, I couldn't ID him, as he was wearing a face mask and beanie, I don't even know what colour hair he had. Only that he was white, tall, slim, and a man. I only looked right at him for a mere second, if that. Nothing was stolen either. We have cameras and a security system now, never making that mistake ever again. The next post from Kalinas is titled I think she wanted my baby. 
Okay, so I just had my baby in April of this year and he is my first, he is my world less than three. In February I was around seven months and finally starting to show. I was a late shower so the seven-month mark was finally the point where you could say with certainty that I was pregnant if you saw me in passing. I live in Arizona as well so it doesn't get too cold here, and I was wearing a tight sweater that showed off my bump. I was super proud of it. Anyway I was at Walmart after work picking up a couple groceries and I was approached by a lone woman. She was a little shorter than me and had brown hair, and looked around 35 if I had to guess. She seemed normal enough and sweet. She struck up conversation with me about my bump, the typical, how far along are you? And, I can tell it's a boy by the way you're carrying. Again, she was sweet, but she lingered a little too long. I can't think of a reason for this in that particular moment but the woman gave me a super weird vibe. I let her know that I had to get home to make dinner and then she asked me for my information. She said she owned a children's boutique and would love to meet up to give me clothes for the baby. This seemed odd for several reasons. Why, as the owner of a children's boutique, would you just give away your merchandise to a stranger you just met? I politely declined, and when she asked to take my phone number down in case I changed my mind. Something inside me was screaming at me not to give it to her. I let her know that I was really not interested and went to check out. For some reason after that interaction I felt super unnerved, and as I walked out I looked behind me. She was leaving the store as well. I had already started walking to my car, but it was dark and I was parked far away, so I began to walk faster. I parked far because I had heard walking was good for pregnant ladies, but in that moment I was regretting making that decision. To my relief, she walked to the passenger side of a car in the same row as mine, and I still had a ways to go. I didn't see her get in or anything, but I was relieved nonetheless. When I finally got to my car I suddenly got the intense urge to lock it as soon as I closed my door. I am thankful every day that I did, because a millisecond later the woman sprinted up to my car and violently tried to open the passenger door. When it didn't open she banged on the window shouting, fuck you CNT, and then sprinted away. I was scared out of my mind and I peeled out of there as soon as possible. I didn't even see where exactly she went. I never went to that location again. I'm not sure what would have happened if I had gone to meet her or if I didn't lock my car doors right away. I'm not sure what she wanted. But I've heard stories about women who steal babies out of pregnant women's bodies and I fear that may be what she was trying to do, I don't know. I don't even like to think about it. Telling my story here because I want to make sure y'all stay alert and cautious if strangers regardless of if they seem normal and even nice. The next post from Mr. Fahrenheit 825 is titled Creepy Guy Tries to Abduct Me. So, to preface this story this happened to me in my freshman year in high school. At that time, I was a 6 feet 290 pounds black 16 year old, so being abducted was the absolute last thing I ever thought I would have to deal with. So every day I would walk home from school at around 3 o'clock ish and get to my house around 3.30 since I lived pretty close to my school. As I'm walking home I see this absolutely beautiful black lab walking around the cul-de-sac I pass through to get home. I go up to the dog who has a collar but no tag, so I book it home and grab the dog leash my parents kept near the door. We watch dogs very often and a plastic bin and water bottle, as I didn't know how long the dog had been out for and it's blistering hot where I live. Anyways I find the dog and leash it and give it some water which it downs like crazy. I then start knocking on doors to see whose dog it is. Finally the owners open the door and are surprised to see me with the dog and I explained that I saw them wandering around the cul-de-sac and gave them some water, 
before anyone asks the dog basically rushed in the house the second the door opened and almost pulled me in two and was very affectionate to the woman who opened the door so I was confident it was hers. I unleash the dog and she pulls it in and slams the door shut and I walk home. As I, reminder, a black 6 feet 290 pounds teen, left the cul-de-sac a guy in a maroon colored pickup truck pulls up on the curb and cuts off the my path on the sidewalk. He rolls down the window and this is roughly the beginning of the conversation, as a note before the dialogue, the whole time this guy switches from looking at me to looking up the road to see if any cars were coming, creepy guy. Hey have you seen a black dog walking around? Me. Yeah, but I found its owner and just gave it to them, CG. Oh okay. I saw the dog walking at my house this morning and my son was very worried about it, that was a lie, as the owner told me she let her dog out about an hour ago in her backyard. Me. Oh okay. You can let him know the dog is safe now, CG. Yeah I will. Yeah my young neighbor was really worried about the dog. Yes this guy actually switched from saying son to young neighbor, me. Well I'm going to walk home now my mom is waiting for me, CG. Oh do you want a ride? I'm sure you can use a ride, me. No I'm good I just live over there. Pointing in the opposite direction of my house, CG. Oh well I was just heading over there it's no trouble, me. That's okay, I like to take walks and it's a nice day out, CG. It's pretty hot out I'm sure you would enjoy some nice AC. This back and forth goes on for about 5 more minutes until I said, I really have to get going now, have a nice day and turned around and walked back into the cul-de-sac, to which this guy follows me in his truck into the cul-de-sac. I walk out of the second exit, still notice he's following me, and then walk to the next streets over and eventually shake him after 10 minutes, the streets in my neighborhood are basically like a labyrinth if you aren't familiar with them and it was very obvious this guy did not live in this neighborhood. I walked home, after I was sure I shook him, and immediately told my mom, who immediately thought I was joking with her, because it sounded absolutely ridiculous, but I assured her I was being serious. Looking back, I probably should have taken a pic of the license plate and called the sheriff about this but at that moment I just was flabbergasted that this guy was actually trying to abduct me. The next post from Suspicious Star 1940 is titled The College Classmate. At the time, I was 16, F, and I was attending my first college quarter. Everything was going smoothly and I was making plenty of friends, until about halfway through the semester. One of my classmates, 23M, came up to me and asked to exchange numbers and potentially go out on a date. I tried to make myself clear that I did not want to go out with him simply because he was a lot older than me and I was not interested. I kindly let him down, but he insisted that he gave me his number. I continued to tell him no and he took my phone out of my hand and made himself a contact. This startled me, but it only got worse. The next day in class, we had a regular 10-minute break and I was chatting with my friends when he came up to me mid-conversation asking me to go talk. I firmly told him, no, I am in the middle of a conversation. He basically gave me the finger and acted like I was the worst person in the world. He stormed down the hallway and kicked open the doors. I went back into the classroom to at least be with my professor if anything more happened. My friend texted me asking what I said to him because he was outside kicking around a trash can and basically screaming at everyone who walked by him. At this point, I was scared to even leave the classroom because I didn't know what he was going to do. I had a previous stalker at the beginning of the semester and had been in contact with the school about that, so I expressed how my classmate was making me uncomfortable at my weekly counselling sessions. The school was aware, he ended up leaving me alone for about a week or two. Then one day there was a note on my desk asking if I loved him, if I wanted to marry him, and to have kids with him. 
He wasn't in the classroom when I saw it so I just slipped it into my backpack and ignored him for the rest of the lecture. I gave the note to my counsellor so she could see that he may be a real issue. I believe she contacted my professor to make sure I was safe in class. After the note, we only had about a week left so jumping to the very last day. It was an independent study day and we were on our own. He came into the class and somehow got himself kicked out so he ended up leaving. I felt so relieved because I knew that was the last time I would ever see him. At this point, I knew that I needed to get my stuff done quickly and make a mad dash to my car. I was about one lecture from finishing when he walks in the door and sits down at his desk. I knew that I just needed to log off my computer and finish it later. So I gather all my things and thank the professor. I was speed walking to my car when I had that gut feeling that someone was staring at me. I had to turn around and make sure that it wasn't him. Unfortunately, it was him and he was full on running at me. My first reaction was to call my mom for help. Just as our call connected, he grabbed my arm and pulled me to a stop. At this moment, I'm telling him to leave me alone as loud as I can and that I'm only 16. He said word for word, age doesn't matter. I know we're in love. I ran to my car as fast as I could to get away from him but he stayed on me. Thankfully my car only unlocked the driver's side door because he tried to get in. From this day on, I've watched my surroundings and make sure nobody is following me or watching me. The next post from ITSJ Butts is titled My Encounter with Lucifer. Happened to me about a month ago. I, 22F, just moved out of my parents and into a studio apartment. Around 11.30 one night, a good friend of mine calls, saying her boyfriend just dumped her and asked to come over. Though I'm ready to hit the sack, I oblige and pull out the ice cream and wine. Note that at this time I had a broken foot and was in a boot. It's about one in the morning and I decide to take the empty wine bottle to the dumpster as to not wake up to a cluttered space. When I'm down there, a stocking-built, bearded man in nothing but Hawaiian print shorts comes up laughing manically to me, saying, I'm worse than Satan, I'm Lucifer. As I'm trying to make it back up my stairs, he lunges forward and attempts to grab my neck. I scream which causes him to run back to the other end of the alley where he proceeds to pace around until a neighbor of mine chases him off. So Lucifer, let's not meet again. The next post from Vanessa55555 is titled Someone knocked on my window at 3am. This is my first time posting anything like this on here so forgive me if this isn't the best explanation. This summer I decided to pick up some graveyard shifts at my current full-time job simply because it pays more and I am a university student drowning in student debt. About two weeks ago on the rare occasion that I get to sleep during the time the sun is down, at 3.30 to 4am I was suddenly awoken by a loud sound. Me being half asleep I honestly didn't know what the sound exactly was so I just chopped it up to being one of my neighbours dropping something because I live in an apartment with very thin walls, so I just try going back to sleep. After about 10 minutes of laying there with my eye closed, I hear the sound again but this time I'm pretty much awake so I recognize what the sound it immediately. Someone was knocking on my window. For context I am a single female living alone and in a basement suite, so my windows are basically level with the sidewalk. Anyways, obviously I'm freaked out, I don't know what the heck to do, I don't want to move and make any loud noises so they don't know I am home and I'm just frozen laying in this bed. Then I hear the knocking again. I instantly bowled up as my fight or flight kicks in and run to the front door which has my keys with my pepper spray on it. The keys clink together and make a noticeable noise and the knocking starts to get more intense and loud. This is when I realize the window with the screen by my bed is almost all the way open because my cat likes to sit on the edge and I forgot to close and lock it, 
I start to freak out already having major anxiety, I start looking for my phone just in case I need call the police. Me being fucking clumsy and shaking from anxiety I drop the phone on the ground, and whoever is at my window proceeds to what sounds like slid either his fingernails or a sharp object down the screen. I realize this person's intentions are either to come in or scare me. So like a fucking idiot and not thinking I run to the window as fast as I can slam it shut and lock it while avoiding looking outside at whoever it was. The knocking stops and I wait about 30 minutes without hearing any knocking. I lay back down and go right back to sleep. The next morning, I honestly couldn't believe that even happened to me. I start to think maybe it was a dream. So I go outside and investigate and I see an empty beer bottle and a ripped my blanket. I text my only friend that knows where I live and ask them if they were fucking with me, they say no which I figured because they don't drive and live quite far away, and the buses around my house stop running well before 3am. So called my landlord and told him what happened and he says to ignore it and this happened before. Which is fucking creepy. Anyways, I obviously recognized now I should have done a lot of things differently and called the police right away. It hasn't happened since, nonetheless still super terrifying. But I can't afford to move again. So creepy bro knocking on my window, let's not meet again. The next post from Signals Fading is titled I'm looking for a specific LNM story and can't remember the name. It was from a male perspective about his teenage years with his first love and how they stumbled upon a skull in the woods. I want to say they lived somewhere in the south, close to sea level and sadly a lot of bodies had risen up in that area or something like that. Apologies if I'm butchering the details but hopefully someone is able to help me find this specific tale. Thank you in advance for any help. The next post from No Name Suits Me is titled 2 in 1. Followed into the ladies bathroom. Followed to my home. These both happened a couple of years ago now but I wanted to share just because it shows just how creepy some people can be. Story 1 The Bathroom. I, 22F, was getting a train back home, and I was at a pretty quiet platform on a Sunday. Really needed to pee so I went to the platform bathroom before my train got in. Before this some guy had been looking at me intensely on the platform but I didn't think much of it. I did my business, and heard the bathroom doors open and close multiple times. Before leaving my cubicle I hear a woman say, hey, are you okay in there? I was confused, and asked if she was talking to me. As I left the cubicle she told me the guy, same guy as the one on the platform, had rushed to follow me into the ladies as soon as I wasnt looking. This lady, bless her, followed in after him and basically scared him away. Thank you random lady and I hope I never meet that creep. Story 2 Doorway Invasion I was walking back home at about 10.30 after a couple of drinks with friends, not drunk in the slightest by the way. About 5 minutes away from my house I notice a middle-aged man behind me. Alarm bells started going in my head as it feels like he's staring at me. I pick up my pace and so does he, so I made a beeline for my house and texted my housemate that I was due home in a couple of minutes just in case. I swing round my street corner and fumble to get my keys out my bag so I can get in as quick as possible, and I'm very aware that this man is closing in on me. I get to my entryway, a small arched entrance off the street, and as I'm trying to unlock my door this guy barricades the archway and proceeds to beg me for my number and call me beautiful, saying that I should try to get to know him. The whole time I'm just asking him to leave whilst trying to unlock my door, which was hard because at this point I was shaking with fear. He reached out to grab me just as I open my door, and yell at him to fuck off as I get inside and slam the door in his face. Proceeded to cry at my housemate who was mortified terrifies me to think what might have happened if I hadn't unlocked my door in time. 
The next post from Safix Lithador is titled I was almost kidnapped in my neighborhood. I was young, maybe 12 to 14 years old at the time. I had several friends who lived in the neighborhood behind mine and I was a latchkey kid so I would often walk there by myself and walk home by myself, the walkway may be 10 minutes or so. One day I was walking to a particular friend's house to spend the night so I had my backpack. I had made it past the clearing of the small wooded path I take from my neighborhood to hers when I noticed a large white van, the kind stranger danger stereotypically warns you about. When I walked by I noticed two men were driving and something about their faces made the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. I continued walking, trying to glance every now and again to see if the van had started moving. Much to my dismay it did. It was very slow, this was a residential area after all. I immediately started running, I turned a corner quick and luckily made it to my friend's house, losing them at the last minute. I was huffing and puffing, as a child with asthma, and so my friend's dad asks what happened and goes outside to see the van is obviously gone. He tells me I watched too many horror movies and I was probably overreacting. A couple days later I was yet again going to sleep at this friend's house, so I have my backpack. This was the early 2000s so I didn't have a cell phone yet. I clear the same path and notice the same men in the same van, and immediately they lock eyes with me. I pretty quickly realize I'm not in danger if they have ill intent. They've seen me, they know which street I'm walking to, and they are close enough to me that if I turn around I'm confident they'll catch me on foot. I book it, I have never run my little asthmatic ass so fast before. To my horror the van accelerates and is following me up until I reach the street, at which point the man in the passenger's seat flung the door open and started chasing me on foot. He was overweight so I knew my best chance was outrunning him. I threw my backpack, hoping it would either hit him or trip him, and luckily he stumbled over it long enough to stall him a bit. I made it to my friend's house and her dad called the police. They retrieved my backpack but the men were gone and unfortunately I didn't catch a license plate. I didn't see them or hear anything about it again until a few weeks later when we received a letter in the mail from the town police department alerting my parents that one of the registered sex offenders who had moved in years ago was arrested again for attempting to kidnap another child on that same street. He was the one driving, the second man was a new accomplice. They had attached a photo of both men and even their eyes on paper made my blood run cold. So Mr. Van Man, let's not meet. The next post from Karma Ran Zero Ver My Dogma is titled I finally caught my long-term stalker and a year later while I was telling a friend the story a new stalker appeared. I haven't told this story in 25 years. A couple of things to note. This was before cell phones, caller ID, and social media. Back in the days when pervs had no options but to stalk you in person. I met Robert in 1982 when I was 16 and he was 24. He, to my young eyes, was cool as hell. He was in college, drove a Camaro and had his own apartment. As an adult, I realize a lot of what happened in that relationship was one, a crime two, wildly unhealthy. I had an abusive home life and this was my way of escaping it. We dated for a year until I finally broke up with him. Ever the people pleaser, I tried to keep things as friendly as possible when he would call me, because I didn't have the courage then to tell him to go away forever. When I was 18 I moved into my own apartment and had answering machine. That's when the nasty messages began. A man would call, make obscene noises and moan while my machine recorded it. If the machine cut him off, he'd call back. This went on for five years, hundreds of these messages. I'd change my number and lewd voicemail bandit would find me. During the same period, Robert married a girl my age, who looked just like me, they had a kid and moved away. 
Through the years Robert would occasionally call to catch up. I told him about these messages and he would be sympathetic. In 1988, I lived in the back unit of a fourplex, with a dark alley that led from the front parking area to the back units. One night, I was sitting on the floor in a long t-shirt watching Dirty Dancing on the VCR, while pulling my hair through one of those highlighting caps with a crochet hook so I could frost it. I heard the sound of the metal patio furniture moving on my enclosed first floor patio. Too loud to be a cat. The patio had a six feet basket weave brick fence around it and was easy to climb. I jumped up to look out the sliding glass door and saw a man's leg scrambling back over the wall. I ran out my front door and chased the shadow down the dark sidewalk barefoot in a t-shirt, my hair sticking up crazily through that silly cap and with nothing but a plastic crochet hook as a weapon, screaming, get back here you fucker. Probably not the smartest move, but when that adrenaline is pumping, you do dumb stuff. He got away. The police came and I told them about years of lewd calls, too. They told me to get the phone company to trace my calls and I had to keep a log to match the time of the call to the number. After about three weeks the phone company called me to tell me they had a name and asked if I knew a Robert Stalker who lived on X Street. Clearly, I was very naive because it never dawned on me it was him. Coincidentally, Robert called me the next day for one of his casual chatty catch-ups. At the beginning of the conversation, I didn't let on that I knew it was him all these years. I asked, do you live on X Street? He said, yeah, but how do you know? Then I told him that I'd been having my calls traced and that I knew without a doubt that it was him who had been tormenting me all these years. And that the police knew, too. He tried to say that there was another Robert Stalker who lived on his street and he was always getting his mail. I laughed at him and told him that I ever heard from him or saw him again I'd have him arrested. We never spoke again. If you're still reading, Sometime later, maybe 1990, I was gabbing on the phone with a friend and telling her this whole sordid tale, and also about my creepy next-door neighbor who would stand in his front doorway naked when I heard the sound of someone stepping on the gravel outside my window. I quickly shut off all the lights so he couldn't see me through a gap in the curtains. The street lamp cast the silhouette of a man standing in front of my window. I ran and locked myself in my bathroom that didn't have an exterior window, told my friend what was happening and my address. She thought I was joking. I hung up with her and called the police. They came caught the guy. Turned out it was some guy I'd gone on one date with and when he asked me out again I'd said no thanks. He told the police that he'd innocently come by to say hello. He was a young private in the army and they let him go. He'd been standing there peeping for at least an hour. Today's last post from Sev 2102 is titled to the two people I heard scoping out my dad's home for days, let's not meet. Dot. Three days ago my old man went out of town. First night I heard what I assumed was a large critter. As of 4.13am when I post this, I think they're gone for good. This is a long but recent and true story. I want to say I'm glad they left or knew I was armed. Not worth dying or killing, whatever reason. Two nights ago, I was awoken by my dog between 11 and 3am at most. He kept near me when I got up and made a low, aggressive growl facing out of my room but kept close to me. He has never done this before. I've worked with canines for years, this gave me a gut feeling and then I heard it. Someone talking. In my his yard, no more than 20 feet by the sound. Low mumbling, bad whispering. I was blaring return of the king, yes extended. I need to I add have, childlike hearing, at my age for context. If you speak in a one floor home with two doors closed at a whisper I can make words out. He went quiet when I opened a drawer too loud to grab my hidden .380. 
chambered around and noticed a shadow passing by light outside the blurred window, blackout curtains FTW. Home was clear, all doors locked, nothing odd so but my dog peeled out. I held my flashlight in one hand, went his way and called him to the other side. He was gone, I guess they knew I was home and ran on foot. I went around but thought, okay, I'm good. Well Florida continues to be Florida, night three. My dog does this again in the same frame, waking me up, at this rate I just got the 12 gauge. My dog was acting far more protective, gave me the dog body language for major threat, need the pack, can't handle alone. I froze for a moment. Two people now. Fuck. This is not good, they must intend to violently take whatever they could be after. It was so new guy and guy one. I can't risk getting a look, at this rate they mean business and had to be armed to scope out a place with a ring, 60 pounds plus of muscle of a dog and my grown ass with a lifetime of handling guns. In yard around 2.30am for a second night, they knew I and my dog were home but clearly had a goal. This time, voices were behind the home. My dog then pulled a fucking Leroy Jenkins. He gave of the most aggressive, loud bark I have ever seen any dog do and ran to the wall. I ran to his side, yelled, fuck em up, they're dead men. Now shit's clicking for me. This was planned and professionally I checked every inch of the property with the shotgun, my dog was worked up and spooked but calming. I'm buying him a steak for this one and a good one. I went inside, I literally kept that gun on me, chambered and in reach of my bed. I barely slept. Day 4, I did a bit of looking around for misplaced, slightly moves objects or scratched locks. Yup, one trash can, by the gate, was rotated 180 degrees. With the handle facing me, not the wall as it's always been placed. Few crushed dead twigs as I went back. The head chair was turned and moved to the right, a clearly odd thing as that table set is symmetrical so it's glaringly obviously out of place if you lived there. Ring and my neighbours so far show nothing but I knew these guys had to have known he left knew, his son, lives there, the dog would eat them and is huge, I had a gun I even announced I was armed. Yet came back with backup. Then the dude came back up, moved shit I didn't know till, my marine buddy told me to check if so much as a rock was out of place. It's a way to gauge the person's awareness, presence I guess. Whatever your goal was, let's not meet. Edit. Holy damn, thank you all for the advice, support and especially the concern. No one else I told took this seriously beyond, a locked doors. I am safe and prepared, have armed neighbours I gave a heads up to, I'm working on a police report and looking at good cameras, motion detectors with lights. It'll keep you posted if they return but let's not hope I ever have to. Edit 2, holy damn this exploded. Now two days without any disturbances. It's 5.30, I'm leaving for work and have neighbours watching the home and secured my gate. Doggy door for dog 2. I'll update later, got a split edit 3, emailed the mods, gonna see if we can work this out. I just finished a 10-hour shift welding in the Florida heat and am dead exhausted. Otherwise I'm about to file my police report but want to ensure it's warded properly for the cops in my area.